This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to the Gen Z Girl podcast. My name is Abby Aslan, and I am the host, and so happy to have you here listening, whether you are new or returning. Wanted to kick off this episode thanking all of you who took the time to message me after last week's episode about rebranding the podcast, changing the name and everything. All of y'all literally said the exact same thing and actually quite a few of you guys like reached out to me. I was only expecting maybe three people to DM me, but I definitely got like a good 15 or 20 responses, which is, I mean, really good for people going out of their way to like message me their opinion so I'm really thankful for you all for doing that and I'm totally on page with every single one of you and all every single one of you are on the same page as well um it was definitely very interesting because I got to hear like a lot of different perspectives from people like my age um from people in their 30s who listen and you know were hesitant to listen to the podcast um from looking at the cover and like hearing the name of it and then once they listen they realize like okay it's not really like gen z so i have a name in mind to change the podcast like i'm 99% sure it's what i'll use i unless i have some kind of like profound idea for something else but um i have another idea and i just feel like it really goes hand in hand with like sort of the overall theme of the podcast and I'm really excited because it's like a simple name and it's just I really like it and I feel like there's a lot I can do branding wise with it so I'm super excited I've already like contacted um the guy who took my graduate like pictures um for grad school like for getting my master's for graduation and everything um that's here in Tuscaloosa I contacted him and I was like hey like I'm rebranding my podcast and I like need some more pictures done because I want like a legit you know, I just need, like, to do, like, a photo shoot and get, like, a handful of images, and he might do the logo, not really the logo, I guess, he might do the cover, the the other stuff, I don't really know yet, um, I'm really wanting to, like, get on it now, and part of me was, like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to upload another episode until this change has taken place, because now that it's in my mind, I'm, like, I want Gen Z Girl to be, like, nothing no no harm or no like whatever no hard feelings to Gen Z girl but I'm like okay I'm ready for it to move on be done I'm ready for this like new cover this new logo this new name this whole rebrand to take place and I like part of me was like I think I should just like take a hiatus until um I do the rebrand and then like come out and like relaunch and everything but I don't really want to do that because I don't want to just like leave y'all hanging just because um I'm doing a rebrand like if there was more insane stuff going on in my life and it was just a lot to do at once then yes but like literally all I'm doing right now is taking my class and the podcast and YouTube and it's a lot but it's like nothing compared to what I'm used to (laughs) so it would be like really silly of me to just be like "Eh, hee hee bye like I'm not gonna upload anything until this rebrand's done because then if something happened and for some reason I couldn't get the rebrand launched and everything for longer than I was anticipating that would be terrible so anyways um I'm super excited definitely stay tuned for that it'll definitely happen within like the next month like maybe four to six weeks I would say um I'm hoping to get the pictures done like ASAP but I haven't heard back as far as like a date confirmation yet 
for when we're going to get those pictures done. But, like, once the pictures are done for, like, the cover and everything, it should be relatively quick from there. Um, I do th- – I, I can't decide if I want to, like, keep the colors for, like, the branding kit. And, like, obviously the logo is going to have to change but because the name's changing. So I'm going to have to get somebody to design a logo. So I kind of need to brainstorm for that. I have, like, two people in mind. Um and yeah, I don't really know what I'm going to do yet, but <laughs> we'll figure it out. Um, I'm wanting it to happen as soon as possible. So I've been trying to like be super proactive with it and everything. And yeah, so thank you all so much for giving me that input and everything. It definitely really helped a lot. And um, it's exactly what I needed to hear from you guys. Like just because y'all's input matters a lot since y'all are the listeners. And Ella's trying to say something to my microphone right now. My dog, if y'all didn't know, she's literally like hugging my microphone. Sis, what are you doing? Okay, hold on, guys. Okay, sorry for that brief intermission. I'm like actually recording on my bed right now. So that's why she was like hugging my microphone. She just like came up to me. So (laughs) anyways, um, this week I kind of just wanted to like rant and say what's like on my mind. Um, Just talking about like our boundaries and like running ourselves to the ground and how we tend to like live our life in trends based on like social media and everything just stuff that was like on my mind I had whenever I was like brainstorming for this week I had like multiple ideas for episodes and each time I sat down and went to plan one of them it just didn't feel right and if something doesn't feel right I'm not gonna record it because that that's just a clear sign that like I am not going to have the drive to make it as good as I can make it if it's not really jiving with me when I'm like sitting there trying to plan it. So I never push myself to do like topics if they don't feel right at the moment and they'll probably feel right, you know, another time far from now and or near from now even and I can try them again then. But I just everything, nothing was really working and I've just been in a funk all week and I don't really know what what it is I've just been so out of it um I feel like I because I got back to Tuscaloosa from going home on Monday and this has been like the longest week I feel like since then it's felt like two weeks and one week and um it's stormed like every single day and been like super dreary and this morning it was so funny I like woke up and it was sunny and I journaled this morning for like the first time in forever and I was like doing my gratitude portion and I was like oh sunny day as my gratitude and then I'm leaving the gym earlier today and it just like is pouring and I'm just like wait why why (laughs) it's just the this time of year it's like storms just like pop up out of nowhere so they're quite literally called pop-up showers and it's the same way in Florida back home I just like I feel like it's happens more often here in Tuscaloosa than it does at home so I'm just not used to it because I haven't been here over the summer before and it's crazy because it's so humid and it literally ruins my mood and I hate like I don't know I love rain but sometimes it's just too much when it's been like every single day and I don't know I've just been in the weirdest funk this week I just haven't felt myself I haven't felt like motivated or inspired with like the stuff I normally feel motivated and inspired with and I think it's because I had y'all know I had such a good routine here um in the fall and spring especially the spring um just my whole routine in general it was like very very rigid and it was great for me and it allowed me to like really just grind hard in like all my areas of life and then I'm still here so I feel like I should still be in that routine just because I'm in the same setting but with it being summer and each week has had something different going on that like throws off whatever 
little bit of routine I've had this summer and I'm just not used to the way things are right now like going to class at eight like this is going to be my third week of doing it but I'm used to like getting up and taking my morning like somewhat slow and then going to the gym and then having like class and stuff or doing my work for the day so it's just everything's a little like weird I'm still not accustomed to it and I've just felt like super nostalgic honestly kind of all week and nostalgia is like not a good thing for me it's a recipe for disaster for my emotions mood everything like it just is not good and just a lot of weird feelings and you know I was so excited to be here in Tuscaloosa over the summer because I've like always heard it can be like fun like there's people who say it's like the worst thing ever and then there's people who say like oh it's plenty of fun and I was you know in my head I was like oh it's gonna be great because it'll be like my last few months here I'm only gonna have one class but I literally know like one couple that's here and like that's it so it's not like I really have any um I don't have like a ton of friends here or anything and I'm busy as is like just with everything going on and so are the few people I do know so it's just kind of like anticlimactic I guess so I don't know I've just been feeling a lot of weird things all week just haven't been feeling myself been in a funk and I especially this past weekend I mean I was like in the freaking dumps and I also just didn't like feel good overall this week just because I was like super sleep deprived trying to catch up on sleep and um my allergies have been out like so bad I swear I sneeze like 50 times a day right now they've been so bad so it's just a lot of different things going on but this weekend was terrible for me honestly it's very rare where I can like say that you know I straight up did basically nothing all day long and it's funny because like Friday I had my midterm for my summer class and that takes up basically most of the morning and um it was it was fine but I'm always just so exhausted after it and then I cleaned Friday after that and I felt a little bit better after I cleaned because you know I was like okay I have a clean space for the weekend like I'm not gonna have to do this tomorrow I can enjoy my Saturday because normally I kind of clean on Saturdays I feel like and then that's pretty much all I did Friday was the test and cleaning and some laundry and then Saturday yesterday I woke up and woke up kind of late tried to sleep in and I um, took Ella on a long walk I went to the farmer's market so you know I tried to like start out my day really great and everything and then I came home and I just literally like laid in bed all day I read um, a decent amount so I guess that's good but I was just so not in a good mood and I was like on my phone way too much just because I like didn't I didn't really feel like doing anything like I wanted to do things but I didn't feel like it and I just couldn't get myself to do any of the things I wanted to do and just sitting on my phone and laying in bed was easier and I'm I'm not the type of person to do that especially like all day long and it was just it put me in the worst mood I felt 10 times worse at the end of the day it was just not not it I don't know why I'm telling you all this right now I'm just saying I have not had a good week or a good weekend and it's okay but um I hope y'all are having a better week and weekend than I did but I just have not felt myself and I'm just overwhelmed with when I'm going to start studying for the CPA I can't decide if I need to just like literally start like right now and you know go for it or if I should wait till I get to Houston it's just difficult um I really don't want to start right now just because I've been in school literally since January nonstop, and I am burnt out and I don't have it in me to study right now I feel like and then July is going to be crazy I'm going home again um at the end of June early July 
for like my last appointments and really my last time ever going home before moving and then um, I'm gonna visit a friend in Atlanta um, for a weekend in July and then I move so and the week after I go to Atlanta I'll be packing the apartment the whole time and then moving so I know it's about the flyby so I think I have that like impending stress of knowing how quick things are about to go by how soon everything's about to be done and wrapped up and I just don't do well with how fast time's going and I also just I don't know like moving to Houston it's just getting scary like I'm excited but it's like scary at the same time um because I know once I get there that my life is going to be consumed by the CPA for six months and I'm going to start working for the rest of my life so that's just like not a fun outlook I guess you could say so it's just been causing me a lot of stress um however I'm trying to not think about that and instead think of how grateful I am to not have to start work until January and to have six months to well not really six months really like five but have like five months to you know hopefully pass all four sections of the CPA and everything and look at it on the other side of things and be more optimistic and positive and grateful but anyways let's go ahead and get started with the episode because I've been rambling for so long um I kind of like when people do this though at the beginning of their episodes they just like say what's on their mind and talk about how they're feeling and like what's going on in life what's stressing them out that kind of stuff because it feels so much more like a conversation you're having with a friend instead of like scripted and stuff and it's just I don't know so much more laid back and I like really like um podcasts like that um sometimes I really like you know the interview style like straight to the point whatever but then other times I just like to feel like I'm talking to a friend um so first of all before we get started with episode let's do the quote goal and gratitude so my quotes this week I found on Pinterest side note I've been so into I'm always into Pinterest but I've been like back on Tumblr lately I don't know what's going on with me um I think I'm just kind of like reverting back to a lot of old interests from when I was younger because I'm realizing I'm growing up so I'm just like escaping into these things I once enjoyed a long time ago as far as like music goes and um literally social media apps I'm using all that kind of stuff um as like a way of comfort for knowing how much of my life is about the change and I have been loving Pinterest and Tumblr so much um especially more than other social media I just I don't know I I love that it's just pictures and it's nobody I know like it's the best thing ever (laughs) because I'm not like sitting here comparing my life to other people's or the way I look or anything like what someone's doing like it's literally just pictures and it's great and I don't know who any other people are um and it's just the best thing ever so if you ever like are wanting an escape from social media but you're still wanting like inspiration definitely recommend (laughs) both of those um and that's another thing I was gonna say like today um okay we're not getting started with the quote yet sorry guys (laughs) today I just it was I was gonna wake up I was like I'm gonna vlog today like all this stuff and I woke up and I just felt so groggy and I think it's because I took more melatonin last night than I normally do and it was just the worst um so I woke up and I started making my breakfast and then I realized I didn't have any bread or like bagel or anything to put my egg on so I was literally like oh my gosh what do I do um that's just like the worst feeling when you're like looking forward to a breakfast and then you realize you don't have the stuff for it and so started out like that and then I just ended up making like a yogurt parfait and I just I I took Ella on a walk outside and when I was walking I was thinking to myself I was like okay yesterday I literally like sulked all day long I was just sulking in my sadness and I 
really Friday too when I got done cleaning like all Friday night all day Saturday I was just sulking and I hated it I've never been like that before and I was like I part like when I woke up this morning I my first thought was like today's gonna be the same thing and I thought that because I just didn't feel my best when I woke up so when I was on my walk I was like you know what I'm going to push myself to make the most of today I'm going to consciously make the decision to just show up for myself and do what I know is going to make me feel better at the end of the day like when I lay my head on my pillow tonight to make myself proud for showing up for myself and not letting myself get like more sad and feel even worse by sulking even more and so I I just decided that and that's just I don't know I I feel like I haven't experienced this before where I've had like a multi-day I mean I have experienced it before but I haven't had this much consciousness of my sadness and I today I was literally fed up and I was like I'm not letting it consume me so I what did I even do today I mean I ate breakfast and then oh yeah after I went on my walk and ate breakfast I went to Starbucks because I was like I need a lot of caffeine so I went and got like a venti shake and espresso with coconut milk and two pumps of brown sugar syrup and um vanilla sweet cream cold foam and it was great and I sat on my couch and I drank that and sat with Ella and literally went ahead and did I was only planning on doing like the post for tomorrow for Monday for the Gen Z Girl podcast Instagram I ended up doing planning out all of my content for the week and making the content on Canva so I literally got all of that done when I normally don't do that on Sundays and I went in my Google Calendar and I like scheduled what days I'm going to be doing certain things this week like vlogging and like getting reels I need to get and like sponsorship stuff like literally put it all in my Google Calendar I don't normally do that I normally just have like a long to-do list for the week and I do things as I feel I should do them so I went ahead and like kind of blocked all that out and then when that was done I went to the gym and it felt great Um, to really get some endorphins running and I didn't want to go to the grocery store at all but it's on my way home from the gym so I went to the grocery store right after the gym and I had already meal planned and everything yesterday so I was able to like go in get everything I needed and then um yeah I, I was just like I'm going to show up for myself and I you know washed my sheets and took a shower and shaved my legs and washed my hair which is like a huge accomplishment because I my hair's literally been in a bun for like four days and I've been telling myself every day I'm gonna wash it and I have it and I just I don't know I I like really took it upon myself to say I am sick and tired of just sulking around my sadness and the way I'm feeling and making my mood worse by not doing anything and like consciously choosing not to do the things that make me feel better and bring me joy and now that my day is wrapping up right now I am so happy that I went to the grocery store and I'm so happy I washed my sheets so when I go to bed the night they'll be nice and clean I'm so happy I worked out and moved my body um, because it helped me feel a lot less groggy afterwards and I'm so happy I got all my content done because it made me super inspired and excited for the content this week and now I can like focus on my YouTube stuff for the week it's just it was good so my whole point of giving you all my synopsis of my day and everything like that with how I'm feeling is I encourage you to stop, you know, making yourself feel worse by consciously choosing not to do the things that make you feel better, especially when you know what's going to make you feel better. Like for me personally, I know if I get my butt outside and I go on a walk, even if it's 10 minutes long, 
and I know if I go move my body at the gym and I know if I like fuel my body properly if I'm getting like enough water and food I will feel so much better and taking a shower like does so much for me like actually washing my hair shaving my legs and like fresh sheets like little things like that make me feel so much better so I listened to myself and I was like I'm gonna do this and I encourage you all to do the same it like it just literally like I don't feel the same as I did yesterday I was like so sad for really like no specific reason at all I've just been like out of it and I was like I'm tired of this funk I'm gonna do something to change it so I encourage you all to sort of do some self-reflection and sit there and ask yourself you know what can I do that I know will make me feel better like what do I know I can complete that is going to make me feel better and can I do it right now and go do it and see if it makes feel a little bit better and if it does then think of one more thing to do and then gradually you'll just feel hopefully almost better by the end of the day Um, because that was kind of how today was it wasn't like I did one thing it wasn't like I did my outdoor walk with Ella and I instantly felt better no it was a series of things small things that I knew would make me happy and feel better that I chose to do and then now it's the end of the day and now that I've done all those things I feel immensely better than I did this morning so I highly encourage you all to just show up for yourself and do that okay now I can get into the quote (laughs) um I feel like I needed to say that so hopefully that helps somebody but the quote is from Pinterest back to the whole Pinterest talk um and it's really deep so listen closely and it's kind of long It's, if you do not learn to meet your needs directly, you will learn to meet them neurotically. You will develop routines and relationships and rituals that are designed to help you get just enough of what you want without having to ask for it directly, but never enough to feel fulfilled. To be fulfilled, we must go straight to the source. We must extract whatever it is that is fueling our anxieties and ego trips and neurotic compulsions and fears, and we must face that. Otherwise, we can waste a whole lifetime trying to understand what the soul at its core already knows. And that's from Heidi Preeby. It's really good. Um, Really, really good quote. And I don't really have, I'm not going to say here and like explain it or anything, but it's just something to work on every day, I feel like. And it's hard to know like what your soul needs and everything, but I just really liked this quote it just really stood out to me and I feel like you know taking care of you and your needs is so important I'm gonna be talking about that in the episode today and I love the sentence to be fulfilled we must go straight to the source and then how it talks about extracting whatever's fueling the anxieties ego trips neurotic compulsions and fears and face them because we can ignore them all day long and not address what's at the root of our, you know, issues and our problems and ignore it. And it's, I I just love how it connected that to how we will develop routines and rituals that get us just enough of what we want without having to actually ask for it and never actually feeling fulfilled. Because I feel like so many of us go through that where we're like, you know, we're, we're just, we're doing just enough, but we're not doing more than that to make us feel fulfilled and it's because we're not addressing those things straight at the source if that makes sense so anyways my goal this week I just want to go to the gym four to five times this week because I only went twice last week just because I wasn't you know on my game I wasn't which is fine I'm I do not beat myself up about it at all 
I was home all last weekend for Gulf Coast Jam and I obviously didn't work out when I was doing that and then I when I got back I was like I'm gonna hop straight back into my routine and after literally being socially on and also just outside literally all day for like three days in a row was exhausting and staying up way later than usual was exhausting so I don't know what in me thought that I was going to be able to just instantly come back and get right back in my routine right away um after doing that for the first time in like what 15 months however long it's been um so (laughs) that was a little uh dumb of me to just like think that I could come back and like get right back into things and feel completely fine no I was complete I felt like I got hit by a semi-truck like all week long so I went on like I went twice I think and I just after going today I'm like so after like sleeping a little bit more this weekend oh my gosh I am so sorry that was my dryer that scared the crap out of me (laughs) after um after sleeping this weekend and everything and then like getting rest and going today I feel so much more inspired and I'm ready to challenge myself this week so I'm setting that goal to go four to five times this week and that's what my routine is and I got a little off my routine and that's totally fine that's part of life and I'm just feeling like so inspired to go this week and like push myself so if you're you know kind of in the same situation where you're like out of routine a little bit or you're just like needing a little push let's challenge each other to go our normal routine amount this week of doing whatever movement you do and that can be our little challenge for this week I'm going to stick to it because I just felt like a million bucks after I worked out today and I want to feel that way every day so I want to go as many times as I can and I want to challenge myself I want to do different things I want to really push myself and just go for it and yeah so my gratitude for this week I'm so thankful (laughs) that I only have one test left of my life well okay that's actually a complete lie I have five tests left because I have the CPA exam but I have one test of school left which is insane I took that midterm Friday and I have my class is literally going to be done in 10 days that's insane yeah we just took a midterm and I have a final literally in like 10 days that's really annoying but (laughs) that's a summer class for you and I'm so excited um I'm so ready for it to be done but at the same time, like, it's literally gone by so quickly. I can't believe, like, I'm over halfway done with this class. I feel like I actually started it yesterday. And I'm just so glad that that's, like, the only test I have left. And I'm ready for it to be done. And I just couldn't be more grateful for college, like, almost being over. The college part of it, at least. Like, the schooling part. So, that's my gratitude. So, now getting into the episode, I just wanted to talk about how we... A lot of times we equate our putting in our best effort as the same thing as reaching our breaking point. And I think a lot of times we have like some of our biggest breakthroughs when we reach our breaking point. Um, And what I mean by that is we have like a lot of our biggest like revelations and our moments where we like push ourselves and then like came out on the other side and like learned a lesson or you know really achieved something great because we really pushed ourselves to our breaking point and like there was a big breakthrough that occurred but I don't think that means we can only reach and have these breakthroughs at our breaking point I find that like so many 
of us, including myself, either don't have boundaries in place within different areas of our life or we don't have sufficient boundaries in place, which leads us to pushing ourselves to a breaking point all the time, like far more often than we should for literally everything in life. You know, like we don't stop until we reach the breaking point because we think that that is what giving our best means. And I know I say all the time that, you know, I like to give my 100% to everything I do and that giving your best to what you do is super important. And it is. But if we, you know, because if we don't give our best, we get caught up in the what ifs afterwards and wonder if we would have seen different results if we tried a little harder and all those like negative feelings of thinking like, what if I did more? Um, Would I be somewhere different? And however, giving your best doesn't mean exploiting yourself and getting to a breaking point. It means putting your best foot forward and your best effort forward given that you have adequately prepared yourself. Meaning that your best is really only your best if you properly take care of yourself and are able to do your best without sacrificing things like your well-being and mental health and rest. And yes, there are times in life when life is a little more give than others where we're having to give more than we're getting and that's normal it's not always going to be like an equal like what I put in is what I get out and we may be sacrificing some but your quote-unquote best in your job and career relationships hobbies etc should not require sacrificing the bare minimum things like sleep and health for each of those areas And that's why it's so, so important to take care of yourself, like sleeping enough and fueling your body properly and listening to your mind and body and resting when you need to, eliminating any toxic habits or people. All of those are things that keep you from doing your best. And you can't call it your best if one or more than one of those areas is seriously at risk. And just think of how much more energy you could have for like your workouts or your book club as your hobby or your relationship if you are actually taking care of your basic biological and physiological needs first and then put your best foot forward and see what happens. It's just crazy to me because I don't know why I thought about this this week because I I don't think there was anything that like happened where I like I didn't necessarily reach a breaking point because I was pushing myself too hard. I was just at a breaking point because I was just like what is going on in my life and I think so many times those of us who don't have those boundaries in place, um, we don't have those boundaries in place and it's because we are so used to just pushing ourselves until we can't anymore or until we broke completely just, you know, broken and we're at a breaking point. And we think that that means we've given our best once we've reached the breaking point. So I'm trying to like get you to understand that there doesn't need to be a link between <laughs> your best and your breaking point like that those don't need to equate to be the same place and the same thing and I think we've gotten to a place of pushing ourselves until we can't anymore as a byproduct of hustle culture and you know always like promoting being on the go and like just doing a million things and having a side hustle with also a full-time job and a trillion other things which is totally not normal but we do it anyways and going hand in hand with everything I just said just as your best shouldn't be your breaking point your breaking point shouldn't be your boundary. And I think that's where I fail a lot. I, I don't really like have the best boundaries in my life in a lot of ways, but I think that my boundary that I have in place 
literally is my breaking point. So I'm like, oh, I will just keep going until my boundary and my boundary is my breaking point, which means I, my boundary is practically useless. So I think it's really good to push your limits though and challenge yourself every once in a while in order to escape your comfort zone. But if your boundary is quite literally set at your breaking point, meaning you literally will not stop pushing yourself until it's no longer bearable, then you should probably put some healthier boundaries in place. And I'm saying this to myself too. And you can push yourself and get out of your comfort zone without getting to your breaking point. But it's important to remember that if you set boundaries and take care of those basic needs first, your boundaries can be adjusted and you likely won't even have to get that far to your breaking point in order to push your limits to challenge yourself. And you should be able to challenge yourself without reaching your breaking point and not reach a breaking point every time you try something new and push your limits or challenge yourself. And I think boundaries can be scary because the word itself has like this essence of permanence, I would say. Um, Like when I hear the word boundary, I think of like just something large, like a large brick, like wall that's just like permanent and not going anywhere. So it's kind of scary to think of yourself like setting boundaries in your life because it feels so daunting and large and permanent. But that's the thing. Your boundaries should be strong to where you don't really budge with them, but they don't have to be permanent. They are temporary and work in your favor and are there for you to adjust and change at any point in time as you grow or regress or change. And when you remind yourself that once you put them in a place that works for you, it's kind of like adding another member to your team that has your back and is there to support you. Like your boundaries should work in your favor. It shouldn't be something that's, you know, working against you. And if your boundary is your breaking point, your boundary is not working for you. It's working against you. And your boundaries can be different for everything in life. It's, you know, different for different people, for every single person in your life for every day of your week even, or everything you're involved in, and they're totally personal to you and allow you to conserve your emotional energy so that you don't have to reach your breaking point when giving your best to each of those areas in your life. And you truly can't reach your best self without having some sort of boundaries in place. And chances are you won't get as overwhelmed with others' expectations of you and your expectations for yourself if you're able to set boundaries that allow you to meet those expectations without as much emotional hassle and distress from conserving your energy in a way that gives you the time and energy to do those things that may have once felt like we're putting you over the edge. I don't know if any of this is making sense to anybody, but I was just thinking this week about how terrible I am at just having boundaries in my life. And I just I think of like with work like I never shut off work like if I need to do something I'll do it at 11 at night if I have to why do I do that like let me like I should just go to sleep and then worry about it the next day but I don't and just the certain things I'm just so bad about saying no like because if I can do it right then and there I will but I have to understand that that's not working in my favor you know like that's I'd say nine times out of ten that's not going to like make me better at the end of the day because I'm sacrificing something whether that's my relaxing time at the end of the night my sleep um my mental health whatever it is you shouldn't be sacrificing those things um if you're trying to perform your best if that makes any sense I truly don't think that you can honestly say you're putting your best foot forward and you are quote-unquote doing your best if you are sacrificing your basic 
biological and physiological needs. And like I said, at times in life, you will be sacrificing those things because that's part of life. And unfortunately, our lives are not perfect where we get the exact amount of sleep we need every night and we take care of ourselves properly every single day and everything is sunshine and rainbows because that's literally not the case at all. I'm just saying if you have the ability to meet those needs and especially like majority of the time even, even if it's not all the time, you should 100% be reaching those and then putting your best foot forward and seeing how much farther your best actually is and how much farther it can take you because chances are your definition of your best if you aren't meeting those basic needs isn't truly your best like your best could be so much better if you take care of those basic needs I think of the amount of times um you know like when I think of undergrad for example I literally did not sleep in undergrad like I just didn't sleep a lot at all and I would tell myself all the time I'm doing my best in my classes. I'm doing my best in my classes. I'm doing my best in my classes. But was I really? Yes, in the sense of I was putting in adequate preparation from going to class, taking notes, studying. But I was not sleeping enough. And I did okay. You know, like I, in my at least in my accounting classes, I did okay. Um, and I think that my best could have looked different if, maybe I was taking care of my basic needs first and I also didn't really have a routine with like moving my body and fueling my body with the right things I was just very like all over the place and confused and that's okay because now I've learned that and I learn or I have learned what you know works for me what I need to fuel my body um I have learned the importance of having a sleep routine the hard way and I'm not saying that I like wish I could go back and change that by any means and I'm not saying that it wasn't enough because it's got me where I am today and I'm happy with where I am today but I just think to how many times I've told myself I'm doing my best and I really was ignoring the fact that I was neglecting so much of my basic needs and those basic needs had they have been met my best could have been even better so it's just a little um thought food for thought for you all and just some encouragement to maybe set some boundaries in your life especially in the places where you feel the most emotionally drained um boundaries that's like the beautiful thing about boundaries to me it's like if you put them in place and you respect them and you get the people in your life to respect them you can conserve so much of your emotional energy for better things and have more energy at the end of the day to allocate to yourself to other people instead of just draining yourself from not having any flipping boundaries in place. And it's just crazy to me that sometimes it's literally just as simple as that. Other times it's not, but sometimes that's all you need is to just like put a freaking movable brick wall. Those don't exist, but they do in our heads. A movable brick wall in place somewhere in your life so that you can really properly take care of yourself and put your best foot forward. So, next little rant I'm going to have. I was going to do this one in a separate episode, but I just genuinely don't think I could talk about it long enough without it maybe, without it sounding like I'm complaining. So, and really it's not even complaining. It's more so just like telling myself to just like snap out of it and anybody else who's going through the same thing to snap out of it. 
I feel like so much of our generation and our life is like lived in this like trend cycle um like everything revolves around trends and social media is literally so freaking exhausting I tried to stay off of it for like most of today and I did for the most part I think I went on um right before I recorded this episode after dinner and then I went on um this morning whenever I was like planning out my content but I was trying not to like get on throughout the day and I feel like since social media literally thrives and survives off of trends we subconsciously spend a stupid amount of time and effort trying to adhere to those trends and then as soon as we get used to one and accustomed to it and we feel like on board with everyone else that's following these trends a new one has already started (laughs) and I've noticed that certain lifestyles are like romanticized I feel like on social media if that makes sense um and the that's like the main trend I'm talking about is how like lifestyles are romanticized and I feel like you know there's been like a time where like city chic life has been like a trend like the I think feel like that one was very associated with like the whole hustle culture time from like three four-ish years ago and then like right now I feel like it's a very like beachy and chill laid back you know like screw living a normal life like just chill trend and it's just because that's what social media and fashion is honestly like revolving around and it makes us like subconsciously compare our lifestyle and like where we're at and what we're doing to the lifestyle that's trending and then we end up feeling resentment towards our own life that we're living that we work so hard to get to and create just because a different lifestyle is being romanticized on social media and I noticed this the other day because and I've told y'all before I'm not one to habitually like compare myself to other people I have like really worked on that and I feel like I'm very good about it now but I feel like when that like certain trends are extremely popular and just lifestyles are romanticized and mine looks absolutely nothing like it that's when I start comparing because I'm like this is what everyone loves seeing right now this is what everyone's like interacting with and this is like what's super popular and I'm just like that's literally not my life and then I start growing resentment towards my own lifestyle and like what I'm doing even though I have literally busted my butt to get here so I'm throwing all of my respect and care for how hard I worked to get here just because a different lifestyle is being glorified on social media and I understand that this comparison is a personal problem and it's literally not a problem with the people doing it like posting it whatever and living that life um all the power to them and I want them to keep living their life that way I have nothing against it at all I'm actually just glad that there's people who like can you know live their life in trends I guess but I I just have a hard time believing that no one is not affected by it even if you think like oh I don't really pay that much attention to like what's on social media maybe you don't like or maybe you're like not even on social media in that case then sure but how are we ever supposed to be like content with our own life when we're constantly consuming things that tell us what lifestyle is quote-unquote in and desirable and trending and I don't know like how, how are you supposed to be content with where you're at and how hard you've worked and 
all that kind of stuff. I mean, I guess you just have to have no regard for, you know, what is super popular on social media. And I just feel like it's so exhausting because it's constantly changing. So it's like a feeling that's basically always there, but then the trend itself is like constantly changing, like the lifestyle that's being glamorized. And I just think it's important to not let social media be the judge of your life and not let it determine what lifestyle is desirable for you. That's like something I find I have a problem with more so than comparing. It's more so of like looking at how I currently view like my lifestyle. Like say I am totally fine with it and everything and I'm just like living my life, doing my thing and I've worked hard to get here. And then I start thinking like, oh, is this what I really want? And it's okay to think that and question that but then when I'm realizing I'm thinking those things just because I'm like what I'm consuming on social media I'm like okay get it together Abby what are you doing and it's important to remember that what works best for you and what gets you to where you ultimately want to be should be what you pay the most mind to and you will never ever ever be content with your life and how you're living it if you're constantly adapting it to what is romanticized the most and instead romanticize the aspects of your life that make your life unique and good for you instead of going out of your way to integrate things in your life just because they are popularized and glorified and glamorized on social media it's just so exhausting to constantly be revolving how you live your life and what you do based on what social media determines as trendy and worth romanticizing and I just feel like that's something that's really easy to get sucked into if you spend time on social media because you'll be living your life and then you see certain things that are glamorized, romanticized, and like just the lifestyle trends that are trending and you think that your life needs to mirror that just because that's what you're consuming and that's not the case at all. Like all of us are on different paths doing different things and that's the beautiful thing about life and we don't need to do what's being romanticized and if you want to then do it that's great if that's your goal but don't let your path be changed because of that and don't let yourself like veer off your path because you're feeling like you need to integrate more of what looks good and what society and like social media says looks best and like performs best just don't let that influence how you're living your life and your lifestyle and embrace your unique lifestyle and everything that's special and just personal to you and romanticize that I think that's like the cool thing like we can just romanticize our own lives instead of trying so hard to mirror what is being romanticized and I feel like that will get us a lot farther and we'll feel a lot better at the end of the day and I feel like especially I just think of how like my next how I was saying earlier like my next five or six months is about to be spent studying my butt off and taking four really hard exams that I need to pass and all I see around me is I don't see any of that around me I guess like I when I go on social media I'm just like wow I wish I could go on these long vacations to like these amazing places like halfway across the world and do all this stuff and I'm like I literally can't like and that's okay because one day I will and I'll be able to but that's not my life right now so I need to romanticize moving somewhere new for the first time and studying I don't know how on earth you're supposed to like romanticize studying but 
I'm not trying to romanticize it for other people. I'm trying to do it for myself so that I take pride in my own lifestyle instead of comparing it to the lifestyles I'm seeing online. Because what I see online drives me insane because I'm jealous that I can't do the same thing, if that makes sense. So in order to combat that jealousy of like not being able to live the same chill, laid-back lifestyle, I have to romanticize my own life and where I'm at right now and what I'm doing. And maybe you're in like a similar position, you know, like you may be taking some kind of like certification exam, like whether it's for nursing or law school, whatever it is, or maybe you're just catching up on college classes and you're doing a lot or you're having to work multiple jobs just to make ends meet or whatever it is, romanticize it. Like literally, I hate saying that because it just sounds so like, it sounds very Gen Z of me to say, honestly, but seriously, like just find those little things in your daily life that you can just really take to the next level and like glamorize them for yourself and do it for yourself not for other people for yourself that's the that's the big kicker don't be doing it to make it seem better than it is to other people like you need to be like just romanticizing those aspects of your life that make it unique for yourself so that you take pride in it and you I feel like it's motivating in a sense to do it for yourself so for me personally I feel like romanticizing studying by um you know switching up my study spots whenever I get to Texas and like really like taking pride in my studying and like trying hard instead of like waking up every morning and being like oh I have to study all day long like I hate this like this sucks instead just being like oh I'm going to romanticize this by you know, like making my favorite coffee before I go and changing my scenery every now and then and using my favorite pen, like literally like stuff as small as that. Do what you have to do to make it enjoyable for you and to make it glamorous for you, for your specific lifestyle so that you don't get caught up trying to, or not trying to, but you don't get caught up comparing your lifestyle that may not be the most glamorous thing ever to what you're seeing on social media. And I have to emphasize that because I know that, and this isn't anyone's like, nobody's at fault or anything because of this. I'm just saying so much of what we consume is unrealistic or not even real in the first place. So we have to check ourselves by like reminding ourselves that, you know, we're doing what we got to do and we're where we're at in life for a reason and we're trying to get somewhere. And those little parts of our lives, we just have to do the best we can to make the most of them. And I think a lot of that has to do with like gratitude too in your everyday life. Like for me, studying sucks so much. But like I said, you know, using my favorite pen, making my favorite coffee, switching up my study space, whatever it is. And then also being grateful that I have a college degree and I'm able to even take this exam and being grateful that I have a job lined up after this and being grateful that I didn't have to start that job right away so that I have time to take this test. All of those things are ways to romanticize like you can romanticize with gratitude I feel like that's not really ever said or talked about but I feel like that's one of the easiest ways to romanticize is to look at your situation and just be like wow I have to work so many hours and work you know two jobs to afford my bills and make my life like livable for myself and maybe anybody who depends on you but a way you can romanticize that as hard as it is to romanticize like something so exhausting and draining at times just being grateful that you know you have a job and like you are able to pay your bills and that kind of thing and that may sound like tone deaf in a sense but at the same time like I 
if you ignore the gratitude, then, you know, you're never really going to understand, like, I don't know, like, how much potential, you have so much potential to really be grateful, and I feel like being grateful is always, it always multiplies in your life, and this is literally, like, the biggest tangent ever, but I just think if you can look at it from the perspective of gratitude, that's a great way to romanticize the mundane in your life is by being grateful and I cannot recommend practicing gratitude enough because those small little mundane things there is something to be grateful for in almost every aspect of what we do and recognizing that will take you so much farther than blatantly ignoring it so that was such a weird random episode and if you left this episode feeling very confused at what I just said I'm very sorry (laughs) but I just these were just the things on my mind and I just wanted to do a brain dump like I thought that would be fun and different and a little bit less like scripted I guess and just be able to talk about what's on my mind and hopefully it made sense to you um I just I don't want people feeling the same way I feel with certain things and that's why I talked about this stuff today so it's all rooted in good reason because I'm trying to avoid anyone else like having to go through the same feelings I go through with certain stuff and um I don't know I just felt like that it could be helpful so I hope it was helpful and I hope you all enjoyed it and I hope you all have a great week and a great day when you're listening to this let me know if you liked this episode um and I'll definitely like consider doing more brain dump type of things in the future because My mind is a hamster wheel that is constantly running. So I'm always thinking about stuff like this. Like I'm always going, you know, 90 to nothing in my head. And that's just how it is. So if you'll like this like kind of brain dump episode, let me know. Um, It was fun because it was, I felt like I was just talking to a friend the whole time. And that's how I like the podcast to feel. And that's how I want it to feel when y'all are listening. So definitely let me know your thoughts if you enjoyed it or if anything resonated with you. And be sure to follow the Gen Z Girl Podcast on Instagram. It's just at Gen Z Girl Podcast. And I'll just be changing the handle probably when the new name and everything launches with the rebrand. So you won't have to like follow a different account or anything. And um, join the Gen Z Girl Podcast Facebook group if you haven't already. And I will talk to you all next week. Thanks so much for listening.